Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another fun episode of Talent Takeover Unfiltered, where we're going to go over what employees can do to stay relevant during these uncertain, scary times. Taylor, you take it away. I'm cringing over here because <laughs> although this is a topic I'm excited to discuss, I'm just... I'm like, the whole thing is horseshit. So anyways, we will get into that, but make sure you guys listen all the way to the end for my broke to boss tip of the week. Um, this one is going to be, I, I say they're all good, but maybe I just really think that highly of myself or I just read a lot and I'm like, these are nuggets I love. Other people will love these nuggets. So um, all about sharing information with everybody. And this one, I, I would love to get people's feedback at the end of this. So make sure you guys listen, reach out to us, write a review. Um, really, really would love y'all's feedback. Uh, so get right into it. Welcome to Talent Takeover Unfiltered. When it comes to working hard and keeping it real, we know our shit. Self-care, happiness, inner peace, and time. I'm Brianna Rooney, and this is Taylor Bradley. Hey, y'all. And we have thrived in chaos and turned it into an art form. So, Taylor, what are we doing here today? We're here to give you a raw, under-the-hood view of all things recruiting and finally give credit where credit is due to a long, underrated industry that's full of, quote-unquote, experts. All right. Well, then let's take this show to the road. So... I was reading this article that basically talked about, given our the current state of the economy, what employees can do to stay relevant during these uncertain times. And I read through all of it and I was like, bullshit, bullshit. Okay, that's <laughs> that's just fucking stupid. You know, it was like frustrating to me, I guess, because from my perspective, the state of the layoffs, the state of the economy, all of that, it, it these things that it's telling you to put in place these behaviors or, you know, way to conduct business within the workplace. It's, it's things that I feel you should do all of the time. It's not going to ensure that you don't get laid off. So let's get right into it. So, you know, obviously in a faltering job market, nobody wants to be the one let go. And it's going to be harder to find a new job when a large number of companies in the industry are laying people off. It's just mm -hmm. a fact. This article just basically was like, you must ensure that you are not replaceable to do this. You have to prove to your bosses that they need they need you more than they need anyone else on the team. And I'm like, okay, I can't wait to see they, how they go about saying we should do this. So the first one, which obviously given, what is it, 80% of companies are remote now. But the first one said, show up to the office, even if you're a remote worker. <laughs> no, it didn't. It did. It said, it, wait, did, did Elon Musk write this? <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Yeah, he, he probably did. He probably did. One and of his said, minions. Yes. It said there's a known proximity bias. If you show FaceTime, it curries favor with managers compared to the folks at home who can be come out of sight, out of mind. I'm just that like, is this so thing, fucked. That is so, so wrong. It is. That is that who, okay. First of all, I want to know, you don't have to say it on live, but I would love to know who wrote this because I would love that person on our podcast. I would love to talk to this person yeah, and I want to know who told them to write this. Yeah, I'll definitely get, I have the article, so I'll definitely share it with you. I won't say it online, but I'll definitely share it with you because I think that would be fun. I love that. That's controversy that we like. Like let's have uh, healthy I dialogue. Yeah. And you know, trust me, I, I love being put into my place, right? Like, okay, cool. Like now I know something great. Um, but to say that you can prevent being laid off, ugh, come on. 
Yeah. Now we all, we all talk about, okay. So th this brings me to like, I, my boss would always, he would tell us all the time as a fear tactic, that asshole. Um, everyone here is irreplaceable. Get to work, blah, 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 blah. So I took that as, well, I'm going to be indispensable. Cause that to me, like there's a difference. Could you replace my seat? Absolutely. With someone's like maybe with a tighter ass. Yeah, sure. But that's not the point, right? Like, oh like I'm going <laughs> to, sorry, could help some. I want to make damn sure that I'm going to be the best version of myself. I'm going to not only do my job, I'm going to, you know, help others to do their job. I'm going to see what else I can do. Like that would help the business. You know what I mean? Like you just show that you care. Yeah, I get that. But guess what? If they have layoffs because it's a business decision, that's not like necessarily like there's so many amazing, incredible, indispensable employees that have got laid off. Right. Well, and it's not like just popping up in the middle too, when everybody's still kind of cautious given the pandemic and being like, here I am in somebody's <laughs> office, you know, is like, okay, that ensures that I'm not going to get let go at any point because I stuck my face in their office. You know, it's just, I, Wait, I just, can I, yeah, go can, ahead. I send a, can I send a cardboard cutout? Does oh that count God. to sit in your chair for the people that pop up? <laughs> no, no. I mean, like if I'm an employee, can I send my, my boss a cardboard cutout? If you want that, a promotion. Does, yeah, that's what I mean. Can I, does that count? Yeah. I mean, because it's just hilarious. I'm in office. Yeah. They're, they're seeing my face. Yeah. That's, it's or like hire a courier to go and just like have it like pop your head over just so people are like, oh, wasn't so-and-so here? No, they actually live in Michigan. They live in a different state, but they hire somebody to come by once a month. Their doppelganger goes by. I, I don't know. I just thought it was crazy, but. Because I just think that one is, it wouldn't go over well with a lot of employers because well, the it's ones, also, it's not fair, you know? It's not. It's like, no. No. Okay. Okay. So going down to number two, volunteer for assignments. Take the tasks that no one else wants. Find out what you can do to help your boss look good. Then take action and make sure that important people know that you are working hard and delivering every day. Keep track of your accomplishments and share that data with your supervisor. Okay. So that's something like you just should do, right? I think you should absolutely volunteer for assignments. I don't think it's like, I think just saying, take the task no one else wants. I, my mind goes, well, why doesn't anybody else want the tasks? Yeah, that's true. Are they yeah. actually efficient? Are they going to contribute in a positive way to the business? Why is there a task that nobody wants? And then the find out what you could do to help your boss look good. I was just like, woof. Woof. Like that, for that to be the mentality, find out what you can do to make your boss look good. I think that you know this about me. I think that you should always go into anything with how can you save the company time or money? And I think that that should be applied to everything. But I've never once thought, how can I make my boss look good? Or never once thought of any of my bosses that that's what they want out of me. I want you to make me look good. It's like that'll happen naturally if I'm doing my job. Yeah. And also you're, I don't know, I, that's, I'm not going to even go down that route because it will make me tangent on so many bad bosses, which let's add that to an episode. Because if your boss does is relying on employees to make them look good, they shouldn't be a boss. And actually, sorry, but that's why I got rid of my business partner. It's like he wanted the, everyone else to do the jobs and us just like reap the benefits. And it's like, I know that's why a lot of people start businesses. I get it. I get that like, you know, you work really hard to build something so then you can step back. Like that's the dream, right? But that shouldn't be their job, you know, is to make yeah. you look good. Like it's it's like you make the organization look good. You just do a good job. 
Right. Well, crazy. exactly. And if you hire the right people, that will be their mentality is that right. they want to they want to take the tasks that not that nobody else wants, but that are somewhat difficult or may not be the sexiest, most glamorous tasks. But it's like they're just down for the cause. Having those employees and being able to recognize those employees. I think that in turn, you have people that are down for the cause, but in turn, you have a, a leader. If you've got employees that are down for the cause, you've got a leader that is typically down for the cause and isn't like, oh, how can you make me look good? Mm -hmm. I don't feel like the two go hand in hand. Those employees don't typically stay working for a leader like that. Yeah, uh, no, I totally agree. But yeah, so I, I love that that we're, we're spinning this on being like, look, some of this stuff you guys should just be doing anyways. Yeah. But is it going to save you for a layoff? We can't guarantee that because layoffs are for different reasons. Will it from save you from getting fired? Yes. Will it advance your career? Yes, you know, so, but ugh. yeah, and I think it's like do all these things anyway, but do them with the right motive, yeah. not the right motive of like, I want more money, I want to make my boss look good. It's like you, these are the employees, the type of employees that you want, the down for the cause, the riders. Mm -hmm. You want those employees that are like, okay, I, I know I'm going to make her look good or him look good just by doing my job. Mm -hmm. And yeah, those are the sure. ones you talk about being indispensable, those are those employees. Yeah. You know, we actually have lucky for us, I give, give myself the chills again. We have a lot of those employees. And so I, you do think about some of the ones that aren't, you know, raising their hands, super jump to quit, you know, super quick to jump in and stuff like that. Yeah. The other ones that don't do that are definitely left in the dust, like a hundred percent, a thousand um, percent. Yeah. And you know, that's interesting. So it's like, to me, that's almost how you accomplish what it's saying you do in number one by popping your little head out of your, you know, <laughs> like a groundhog. Hole. Yeah, whoop, <laughs> I'm here. It's like, I feel like that's how you get the visibility that you want is by doing number two, not by, okay, I'm physically <laughs> here spinning my, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a kid adult. Sorry. <laughs> she is, but that's why we love her. Um, but yes, by going number two, you accomplish number <laughs> no. So um, but I yeah, I definitely think by doing your job, volunteering for those assignments, like stepping, just stepping up, stepping the fuck up. Actually, let's put an F-bomb in there. You will accomplish what it said in number one that you have to do by physically having your body in an office. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this was just worded all. Oh, so incorrectly. Okay. Well, what's the next one? What else we got? Okay. So this one is like another one. You're going to be like, oh my is God. Insert, I'm going to lose Insert it? eye roll. Have a good positive attitude. Do not complain, gossip, or criticize. It's called playing the game. The object is to win by keeping your job or at least hanging on until you can find something else outside the company. It's called playing the game. It's called being a goddamn good person and employee. What? Amen, playing sister. the game? Amen, what sister. game? <laughs> I'm not kidding you. When I read this, that's why I was like, we've got to talk about this because this whole thing, I'm just like, is, as I stated earlier, it is that's absolute insulting. horseshit. It is insulting. It's like, who doesn't want an employee that has a good, positive attitude every day? As much as, I mean, nobody's perfect, right? Everybody's going to have an off day, but in general, nobody wants to work with Eeyore every day, you know, or like whoever it is that has the rain cloud over their head all the time mm -hmm. on that cartoon. You know what I mean? No, you got it. No. Oh, woo. Nailed that one. Um, so I, I do think that you should apply these things. I think they're important, but I agree with you. Like it's not playing a game. This is being a good in person, good person, good employee. Yeah. I, again, as an employer, I'm reading that and I'm like, fuck you. Like, why are, why do I want anyone playing a game with me? This is like, I could go down a whole rabbit hole of like the dating game. You know, it's like, no, why don't you just go on these apps? Because, Hey, be honest. One, I want to fuck or two, I want to find a life partner. 
great. Amen. <laughs> like, why are we playing games? It's crazy. one of two categories. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I thought that what I also thought when reading all of this is I'm like, this is crazy that this is actually out there for people to find. I found it, read it. People will take this to heart and believe that this is what you need to do. And especially that um, last sentence, the object is to win by keeping your job or at least hanging on. So basically, you know, pulling some kind of trickery or Jedi mind fucking somebody by thinking, okay, I've, you've got this rock star employee, but meanwhile, they have completely different motives and intentions. And I'm just hanging on until I find something better. You know, the way that last sentence reads, I was like, oh, Brianna's going to hate that. And I'm going to love it when she hates it. <laughs> oh my God. I do hate that. You know, I just, I hope that when they're reading this, that they're at least taking away the good things out of it. Because again, a lot of these things they should do, but yeah, the way it's worded, I'm not happy about. It, yeah, I think, and I think it's it was taken advantage of, again, the economic situation. Like, I don't, again, I don't know why anybody would believe this. I feel like this is just completely ridiculous. But I do feel like, okay, there's people out there that are going to read this or maybe are younger, just starting their career and think this is the move. This is what you need to do. And it's like, this is so not what you need to do y'all like you don't need to do this with the wrong motives you need to do these things every single day just to be a good employee a good person and hopefully your integrity matters more than like okay well i want to be visible i want to make more money if it doesn't then you know you probably need to find a manager that aligns with your values and beliefs and what's mm -hmm. incentivizes you that's also a whole nother episode but yeah i just was like the popping up at the office and that one's like, the, to me, that's the worst one. It that's and it also talk about scaring people. Like just yeah. by that first sentence, it's like now everyone, or let's say like uh, I don't know, we have stay-at-home parents who are like finally like they're able to have that remote life, or you know, oh who knows? I can go down for all the reasons why remote work has been so beneficial for so many people. But it's like talk about making them feel like shit. Well, yeah. And then I think it's like, if you are one of those employees that works in a hybrid environment and you have to go into the office, it's, I just think about it. Like one of those things, how insulting, you know, how insulting that this is just saying that basically if you want, if you want to be a standout, you know, that star employee, you need to be here even when you're not required to be here when nobody's doing that anymore. That is not, nobody really rarely works in the office yeah. or like I said, it's hybrid. So I just find that so interesting that Again, it's like, here I am, even if they go and they sit their ass in the chair for eight hours or on, you know, YouTube for eight hours straight and don't actually do their job, but they're physically mm. present, that that means that, okay, I'm going to move up. My stock will rise. Yeah. You brought me to something and I just remembered. Um, with, so my, my first recruiting job, there was this person that would show up like 6.30 in the morning and so the first person in the office and they would leave at like 7 o'clock at night and it was the worst performer. But that person never got let go because the boss would see that person right when they got in and that, you know, and they would see that person close up and they're like, oh, well done. So I think about that old school mentality of him at the moment and it's like, that is just, that is so silly. Like we know better. Why are we not yeah. doing better? Absolutely. And it's like, okay, with that mentality, the person that the person that wins, as it talks about here, is the person that sits their ass in the chair the longest. Mm -hmm. Like one of those contests that you see, like who can hold on to the car the longest and then they win the car. You know? <laughs> Wait, where's that? I want to do that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I did one in high school and then I've heard about them <laughs> since then. Where like some people sit out there for like two days. I mean, it was in like the summer in Texas. I think I lasted four minutes. 
I was like, oh, fuck right. this shit, it's hot. But oh, you know, yeah. that's, that's kind funny. of like what that is to me. A contest of like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that I'm sitting here longer yeah. than everybody else and I'm not even gonna take a fucking lunch either. Yeah. So I think that that this article was really written for companies that micromanage the shit out of you. Like that's if you're at that company. Yeah, maybe this works because I even think back to we had call counters. We had to had a certain time. Like we had to be on the phone a certain amount of time and make a certain amount of calls. He would literally have this little box and he'd go take a little notepad and write down, you know, how many calls and times and stuff. And we would literally like I would see people get out. Well, there was the yellow pages, sorry, but like they would get out like the yellow page, just like, you know, fake dial and shit. Mm -hmm. It's like that just promotes fake work. It, does. it doesn't make any, it's fake busy. Oh, it's that drives me crazy. Fake, fake busy, busy, a thousand percent. Oh. And this whole article I feel like promotes fake, be fake, play the game. Yeah. Pop that's up into the office. Yeah. Oh man. All right. You got a broke to boss tip on this one. Well, I mean, Besides, I did don't have, read this article. <laughs> I did have one. And then I'm like, now that it's like, don't read this article. Don't follow this article and don't be fucking fake. You know, be your, we talk about being your true authentic yeah. self and showing up to work. But, um, what I would say to people is like completely debunking everything. This article says, don't, don't follow this. And what you do follow, do it in your every day. But my broke to boss tip is just in this rapidly changing world and economy, stay ahead by continuing to adapt and evolve. Oh, I love that. You have to evolve. Like, you know, what's so crazy is when you think about how people have trouble changing. Mm -hmm. We're going to we're, we're going to do an episode on that. I love love that tip. Nailed it. Yay. <laughs> Again. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I love that you brought this article to us. Thank you so much. I'm sure a lot of listeners are thanking you as well because they're going to up their game. See you next Tuesday. Yeah. Make sure to write us some reviews. We'd love to get your feedback and um, join us next week. We're excited for that one, too. Woo.